Hello and welcome to the Choosing Happiness podcast. Um, I'm trying to have a more cohesive uh, intro. It's not working. But welcome, welcome for those of you that are just tuning in for the first time. This podcast interviews people in my, oh, I guess my name is Caitlin, and this podcast just interviews people I know personally that inspire me to choose happiness. And because they've either gone through something really hard or they're just naturally really happy people or a mixture of both. And I just interviewed them and talking about what happiness means to them and how we can all try to be better in choosing happiness because I firmly believe that happiness is a choice. In this week's episode, we get to sit down or I got to sit down and talk to Madeline. Madeline is honestly one of the most precious human beings I've ever met in my entire life and her husband Evan is also featured in this episode and he and her are just the cutest couple they're so good together and if you can get past all the giggling in this episode I promise you will get something out of it but Madeline and I haven't seen each other or caught up in a really long time and we literally have like probably 15 minutes of straight giggling throughout the whole episode, but I promise the other 15 minutes of it is really good and worth your time. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey everyone. <laughs> this is going to be an episode of lots of giggles. Yes. <laughs> Fair um, I'm sitting here with Madeline. I keep wanting to call her Madeline Faust, but she's Madeline Star. <laughs> so I'll have her introduce herself. So yeah, I'm Madeline Star and... I became Madeline Star three years ago, and I got married two and a half years ago. But I'm from Henderson. That's how I know Caitlin. We went to high school together. We were in student council together, which was way fun. And I went to BYU. I graduated, like, a year-ish ago in experience design and management, so party planning, basically. And I worked in marketing all through college. I work in marketing now. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Her husband's coming home, so I hear the door open. He's trying to be quiet. <laughs> okay. So, describe yourself in three words. Okay. So, I feel like faithful. Like, that's something that I value, and I hope I am faithful. And then, um, ambitious. I think if you give me a task, I will try to do it at my best ability, and I'll be really passionate about it. And willing. I think that's something I've always wanted to be in my life is, like, rise to the occasion, willing to do something, willing to do something hard or, um, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I love those. Oh, I, oh yes. They're great. <laughs> okay. Um, what is, like, your favorite or most used emoji? Can I say a couple? Yeah, go ahead. Two pink hearts. Love. <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Like works. those two pink heart duo? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two pink hearts next to each other. And then um, laughing, crying face, oh, always. But like 10 of them at <laughs> once can suffice. You know, yeah. not just one, like 10 at once. And then the like smiling, blushing mm -hmm. emoji. Like the smug smile yeah. is my favorite, actually. It's <laughs> just cute and happy. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> cute. And then do you have any statements or life models that you live by? 
yes, I love quotes, but um, (laughs) one that I feel like I've been thinking about recently is whatever you are, be a good one. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's like um, we all have different paths in life, different purposes to be here. And so wherever you are, make sure you're doing your best and you're a good one. (laughs) No, I like that. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay. So. Hmm, where'd you start? Okay, oh, I know where I'm going to start. So, was it this semester? No, last semester. I was like, I don't know what this was. Um, I went to this, like, little kind of devotional thing with Hank Smith. Oh, yeah. Love and so his thing was called Stressed But Happy. Yes. And he shared habits of happy people. And I kind of want to, like, go through them with you and just, like, get your opinions on them. And then at that. the end, just chat about it. Okay. So the first one is happy people surround themselves with happy people. Yes. Have you have you like found that in your life? I feel like we're drawn to people that we want to become like, hopefully, mm-hmm. or that we feel connected to. And I think first of all, my family was one of those first examples of just my dad's so optimistic and my mom's like party time. So it's like, <laughs> hello, we're just all gonna be happy. But once I got to college and I realized like I you know, make your own friends, you're on your own. That really stood true for me mm-hmm. of like choosing who my friends were and making sure that they were good and uplifting. Mm-hmm. And that was actually really hard sometimes because you want to be a friend to everybody, obviously. Yeah. But there are some people that just don't bring light uh-huh. into your life. And so discerning how am I a friend to you, but not letting that affect yeah. me is kind it's of a like, balance. You have to be selfish, but you don't want to be selfish because you're like, no, I'm supposed to be friends with everyone. But there are some people that yeah. just kind of like drown you. Yeah. And like, just like make you exhausted being around them. Yeah. And you hope that your interactions with them can be uplifting mm-hmm. for them. But um, yeah, I mean, sometimes you do have to be selfish for your own health and, yeah. you know, um, happiness. I think also it was so important to me to marry somebody happy. And I did not always date really, like, outgoing, happy people. And Uh so I think because I didn't, when I found Evan, I was like, okay, yes, I like you because you're fun and happy. (laughs) So it worked out. He's just sitting in the corner. It's so cute. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Sometimes I wish this was a video. I've said that, like, so many times. I'm like, I wish these were videos. (laughs) Because I'll do air quotes and stuff. (laughs) Yes. No one knows what I'm doing. You just see my red face. It's right. (laughs) okay number two happy people try to be happy yes yeah how do you I feel like this is very different for everybody but like how do you how do you try to be happy or how do you try to choose happiness yeah I think it's an initial recognition or goal of like Mm -hmm. I I need to be a happy person right and so sometimes when you feel that opposition or that darkness coming in you realize right away like this isn't me this isn't good and so you're able to combat that with some tactics and some that I've found are um funny ones are coming into my head like making cookies taking a bath and writing somebody a note and I think those things just automatically make me happy Mm -hmm. and I think it's because it allows me time to be still in this world we are so full of so much information Mm -hmm. distractions and I know everyone talks about this like our phones it's crazy and so I throw my phone in that little bin over there and I'm like I'm not touching this for an hour 
And I really just feel like my battery refill. Like mm-hmm. I just get rejuvenated. And yeah. No, I like that. <laughs> well, that's great. Okay. Happy people spend money on other people. That's a really good one. And I like that. I think my example for that is my parents. My mm-hmm. mom was always serving. And my dad, even, I felt like my dad was very generous with us as kids. But he always spent it on experiences. Mm-hmm. For example, like when I was 15, we went and did humanitarian work in El Salvador. Like that's how he chose to do that so we could serve other people. But it was kind of hard when we first got married. You don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, you know, if we're just saving up. Um, we recognized ways that we could spend money on other people or show that it was like, oh, we'll pay for your dinner or let's make them cookies. Mm-hmm. And it's so small, but it means so much. Yeah, no, it really does. I had a really like bad day like last week and I even like got snappy with Kelly, but then she like brought me a cookie. Like she went to like crumble and bought me oh, a cookie and I was like, oh, and then I know this is just maybe me, but I love buying gifts for other people. Yes. Like I love it. And so, like, I totally relate with this one. I don't necessarily, like, oh, spend money. Yeah. But more just, like, give gifts. <laughs> I like that. You have, like, the four love languages, and one of them is receiving gifts. No, 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 no. I like giving give gifts. Them. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And I think when you are, when you do have that outlook, money just becomes a tool and not your whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean – I mean, in our church, we pay tithing, and it's just kind of a mentality of, like, I have this to bless our life, also to bless other people. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Okay. Happy people have deep in-person conversations. Mm-hmm. I like that. First of all, you're really good at that <laughs> because, hello, <laughs> um, you're good at asking questions. Yeah, I feel like just human-to-human connection is something that brings happiness. Yeah. And learning about other people and Honestly, it's humbling, but it is, it brings happiness. It yeah. brings joy to your life. Yeah. Just like connecting with people and because everyone has a story. Yes. And co- so many stories are connected to cultures and just learning about different cultures can really help you like understand other people. Have you gotten happier as you've done these podcasts? <laughs> yes. I honestly, I'm like, this is all for me. <laughs> yes. It's not for anybody else. It's a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Okay. This next one. Happy people laugh. Well, <laughs> Listeners haven't already noticed, like, or been annoyed by it yet. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've ever had an issue with that one. But I did read somewhere the other day, like, if you're just sad, just make yourself laugh for 10 seconds. And I was, like, sitting there by myself, and I tried it, and it works. Really? Yeah, you just kind of laugh sometimes. Nice. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Happy people use the power of music. Yes. I feel like music really touches me, and I grew up playing the piano, and I'm not very good. Like, don't ask me to play, but it was something that I found moments of solitude with. Mm -hmm. But also even just, like, song lyrics and, like, different music will just, like, move me. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but, like, um, there's a reason we have music on this world. Mm -hmm. So let's make sure we use the good music and that we use it to our advantage. Yeah, and, I mean, there's music therapies now going on which can help so many people. You're right. And then you have, like, Taylor Swift, and it's like, every song's relatable. Yes. yes. <laughs> You're like, never been in a relationship, I but actually, every song is relatable. 
I re-listened to her Fearless album like last week and I was like, oh my gosh, my 15-year-old self is like, <gasps> Speak Now is the album that gets me every time. It's the best. It is. Yes, music is so wonderful. Okay. Okay. Happy people exercise and have a healthy diet. <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. <laughs> so, okay. This is something You can that, disagree with these. It's no, okay. no. I actually agree with all of these okay. so far. I like exercising, but I am not an extreme human is the thing. Sometimes I wish I was. Like in exercising, I wish I was more consistent and could wake up at 6 a.m. every day and do it. Yeah. But I don't. And I feel like at the end of a hard day, I know that running is a good way to help me calm down. And I like to keep my body in shape enough where I could go run, you know, mm -hmm. and feel good. Yes, endorphins are a real thing, too, so that works. <laughs> and Thank you. Um, but I also feel like a healthy diet, you just feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's okay if you make cookies, you know? Like, Amen. balance. So, yeah, that's how no, I feel. I'm like, when I'm upset, I don't want to eat a carrot. <laughs> Please, like, can we make that a quote and put it somewhere? <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. New card. <laughs> yes. Pitch it to your company. I will. <laughs> okay. Happy people get enough sleep. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am one of those humans. I don't know if you're like this. I need my eight hours of sleep. Yes. Or I'm not a half camper. <laughs> no. To the point where like Yeah. Anyways, I agree with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sleep. This is a semi-odd question. Have you found that being, like, since becoming married, your sleep has gotten better? No! No. <laughs> no, because... Really? This is what happened. Okay. I thought it would. And, like, okay. to an extent, probably a little bit. But, like, Evan comes home, we eat dinner, we hang out, and then it's like... Oh my gosh, we have three hours until it's midnight. Let's party, you know? So we're like, let's watch movies, let's go out, we're going to Chick-fil-A, and we'll play games. And it's almost like we have so few hours together during the day that our nights, we yeah. just want them to last forever. Okay, that's fair. But you're right in that it's not like friends are calling me at 2 a.m. anymore and they're like, let's go to a cabin. And I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> college is just like that. Yeah. So you're okay. right. It's more structured. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last one. Happy people are spiritual. And then at the bottom I wrote, like, they ponder, meditate, and they are like, have mindfulness. Oh, I love that. Um, yes. <laughs> 100% yes, because I honestly don't know where I would be if I didn't have such a firm foundation of a testimony of my Savior Jesus Christ and the knowledge that my Heavenly Father knows who I am and loves me. Mm -hmm. And I know people have different methods of spiritual um, connection mm -hmm. and things, but mine is prayer every single day and reading my scriptures every single day. And actually connecting with hymns, um, like we talked about music. Yeah. Music plays a huge part in my spiritual growth. Um, I think also journal writing is huge for me. Yeah. Being able to share my thoughts and write them down and my thoughts about spiritual topics um, has honestly changed me because it's almost like a tangible testimony because mm -hmm. sometimes I'll look back and I'll read things that I felt and thought and I'm, I'm like, oh, I sold myself short. Like, 
I I knew those things when I was 14, or I knew this, you know, and look how much I've grown, or... Yeah, I mean, there's, like, a reason why I remember is one of, like, the biggest words that come out in the Book of Mormon all the time is because, like, in a faith crisis or when we're, like, having a doubt of testimony, we, like, don't remember when we were 14 and, like, we were crying ourselves yes. to sleep and, like, Heavenly Father answered our prayer. Like, we just don't remember that in the moment. Yeah. So I think that's really cool that you, like, take up journaling to be able to remember those moments. Yeah. It's awesome. It's been beneficial. Yeah. And then about hymns. Um, One time I heard that, like, your favorite hymn is kind of a reflection of, like, your testimony. I just, like, like not necessarily, like, on purpose, but it just kind of happens. And I mean, I found that with myself, like my favorite hands are come thou found and also like abide with me to deep and tide. And it's just that. like, I don't know. I just think that's cool that we like, we connect with certain hymns probably for a reason. Yes. And I think it's cause kind of like our spirits are like, yes. That's, yeah. That's I like that. I would say one of mine is now let us rejoice. Oh, I think that's so great. <laughs> and I know that sounds so dumb, but it's just a happy, happy song. And yes. I love it. And it is like, no matter where we are in life, let's rejoice about it. And yeah. let's um, look oh, for the positive. I love that. That's so great. Okay. I guess to get into like the normal questions, but thank you for like going through those. With oh, me. I loved it. Thank no. you. Okay. How do you define happiness? Um... It's a state of mind, for mm -hmm. sure, and it's a way of living. I would define it as light, as joy, kind of just that, um, like, your heart just, like, can't, you're just so full of happiness. That's yeah. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely think light. I just think that is God-given, and... Um, there's so much darkness in this world that mm -hmm. we need to cling to anything that is light-filled. Mm -hmm. No, that's so true. And so I guess, like, in times of, like, hardships and stuff, like, how do you choose to be happy? Because sometimes it's easy to just kind of fall into, like, oh, yeah, I don't know, like, a spiral, downward spiral, Yeah, I guess is, like, what I want to say. So how do you decide to like, get back up? I like that. Um... I think remembering my initial goals helps me. So, like, I want to become a mom, and I want to be a good, happy, healthy mom, and um, I want to do well in the workplace. I want to succeed. So kind of remembering who I want to become mm -hmm. really pulls me out of that. Um, another thing is taking things down to the basic and celebrating my little successes throughout the day. So, like... Today, I emptied and loaded the dishwasher. Nice. I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> I did not make my bed, but I loaded the dishwasher. And so Which it's sometimes just, does not happen to my parents for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's but great. It, yeah, it's just remembering those little things are like, I know my friend at work today had a really hard day, so I wrote her a note. And it's like celebrating like, okay, like I'm doing okay, you mm -hmm. know, and just remembering. You're like, okay, enough to write someone else a note. Yeah. Um. But, like, I, when you say that, it's like I can remember very distinct times in my life where, and Evan and I just talked about this the other night, actually, you can choose the darkness or the light. Mm -hmm. Like, you have this choice in you. And I know some people, there are a lot of other, like, emotional and mental health things where they don't have that choice mm -hmm. and they need to seek other things. But, um, anyways, so there are moments that you choose and you just have to choose. And remember who you are and who you want to be. Yeah. No, I think that's kind of reminds me of like Mufasa, like telling Simba, <laughs> yes. like, remember who you are. <laughs> yes, just think of that if you get sad. <laughs> no, that's so true. Okay. 
what are some things in your life that make you happy? And they can be like the silliest of things, or they can be like super deep. Okay. <laughs> it's up to you. Um, so like quesadillas make me so happy. <laughs> yes. I love quesadillas. Wait, um, where do you like? Do you like making them yourself? Yeah, I'll just or? like making myself. I've gotten really good at it. Actually, okay. if you need to come over sometime, I'll make them. Yes, and I know you live. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. In the springtime, I love riding my bike. I just have, like, a beach cruiser. So I'll come home from work and just go on a bike ride, which is so happy. And, um... Oh, crafts. Doing things with my hands. Uh Uh-huh. Um... That sounds so cliche when I say crafts. (laughs) But, like, just... No, honestly, when I think of crafts, I'm like, no, no, no. Oh my goodness. Walk into her house and she's like, Heart Garland. And she like gives me some. <laughs> and um, what do you do at your job? Um, work at a yes, craft, craft company. <laughs> this is really great. It's come full circle. Um, I think seeing something, like making something out of nothing, it's just mm-hmm. so satisfying. It yeah. makes me so happy. What has um, been like your favorite project you've made? Um... I think one of my favorite things that I've done is I'll do, like, chalkboard lettering, and I'll send it to weddings, and then they'll send me back pictures of it, mm-hmm. and that's been really satisfying. Like, seeing it at an event yeah. is really fun. I'm One I'm really excited for is I'm making a quilt right now, and I've made some before, but I haven't made it in a while, so I'm pumped to see yeah. how this turns out. So, yeah, probably just those. Nope, I like that. Also, I made paper pumpkins last, last October, and oh, yes. I was really proud of them. I'm pretty sure you posted them on Instagram, and I thought they were really They're cute. Like the 3D <laughs> Yes, no, those are so cute. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I love that. Okay. Hmm. What is, like, the biggest influence of happiness in your life right now? Mm. Um, my sisters, Yeah. actually. Yeah. How many sisters do you have? Two. Okay. Yeah. And, and how many brothers do you have? Two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you right in the middle? Um, I'm no, second, second youngest. youngest. Yeah, good job. Um, so one of my sisters is currently, she has two kids and her husband's getting a PhD and she's like seriously a rock star. She takes her kids out to do fun things every single day and she's pregnant currently with really bad, um, sickness. And Mm -hmm. so, but she'll still text me like cute shirts she finds online while she's shopping and she'll still like send funny things and make, find the joy in her day. Uh Um, she's a huge example for me. And then my other sister, Chelsea, she, um, she has a little girl with cancer and then another little girl with cerebral palsy. And she is like so full of light and happiness every time I see her. Like I'll call her at 1130 at night and we'll FaceTime and she's like, oh, what's up, man? How's it going? Like she just had the longest day ever. But, Uh and she'll always ask me, um, you know, how my day was. And it's just a huge example of just keeping the positive in mind and staying happy. Yeah. So, yeah. And my sisters have always been my biggest examples. I would not be who I am without them. I mean, I wanted to serve a mission because my oldest sister did. We got mm-hmm. to visit her mission. And so I'm really grateful for their influence in my life. Oh, I love that. Aww. <laughs> That's so sweet. Okay. Um, what is your favorite way to get out of a bad mood? Oh, my gosh. Um... Eating Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Do you like Chick-fil-A sauce? Yes. Okay. I love Chick-fil-A. It's so terrible. No, it's not. I love no, Chick-fil-A. It's not terrible. Um, getting out of our mood. Yeah. That, working out, and, like, just talking to Evan, my husband. And 
That's about it. That's a good. Yeah. That How do you get with? out of a bad mood? I don't, wow, no one's ever asked me to answer that <laughs> question. <laughs> I've always asked it. Um, honestly, probably like listen to music. Actually, I was in a yes. bad mood. Like, uh, oh yeah, like last week when Kelly gave me a cookie. But so like I came home and my roommate had also kind of had a similar bad day, and we're like, let's just listen to Taylor Swift. Yes. And so we just like turned on Taylor Swift. Speak and just, now. Like, yes. <laughs> and so we just like turned on Taylor Swift. So probably listening to music like is that. like a really big thing for me. I like that. Yeah. Sometimes even like crying helps. Yes. Like you're so built up with emotion, just releasing it, you're like, oh, I'm a new human. <laughs> just cried. It's great. Exactly. <laughs> we also make that a card. Just <laughs> yeah. cry. It's great. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, how do you pursue happiness each day? Um, I feel like I'm a really goal-oriented person. Okay. And so, that. like, um, accomplishing things really makes me feel happy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be, like, these grand things. But, like, waking... I don't know. Like, like do you set daily goals time. and stuff? Or, like, to do... Yeah, Check so I have, is, like, okay. yeah, my to-dos throughout the day that I'll have, like, just in my little planner. Mm-hmm. But it's also not like I'm crazy about it. Like, it's okay if I go to bed without doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like feeling like I did something that yeah. day. You know, like, I lived life with a purpose, or I touched someone's life, or I was influenced by somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never want a day to go by where I felt like it was wasted. Yeah. And I know we ha- we all have days like that, but yeah. you learn from them, and keep going no that's fair that's really good um i don't know what other questions to ask i have like so many but i don't want them to be repeated evan do you want to say anything sure come on over <laughs> he's like been waiting he's like this is my time <laughs> this is my moment <laughs> i've been planning all of my responses <laughs> okay so answer them all just a c yes always chick <laughs> Is that this a, is, is that why a, I married Evan. <laughs> um, do you just have like anything that you want to like bounce off of that Madeline said, or everything she said is true? She is really good at finding the positive in things. Well, I'm talking about you for a minute. <laughs> That's how I find positivity. Oh. Um, I've kind of had a really stressful time with school and getting ready for med school, and I'm super grateful that I'm married to someone who is, you know, focused on happiness and looking for the good and the positive and lifting me up and building me up. So it's very true. And I think I've seen a lot of, I don't know, life can always be hard and it always will be, Mm -hmm. but it just depends on how we respond to those uh, challenges and that's where we can find our happiness. Mm -hmm. How have you responded to like some of those challenges? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. The answer to everything. It really is the answer to everything. Um, that's a really good question. Well, okay, so can I share something? Yeah, of course. Um, it was really interesting just seeing in the last few years of our marriage, like, how things have played out, because, like, Evan went to BYU-Idaho. He wanted to transfer to BYU. Okay. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, um, he didn't get in. Didn't. The week before our wedding. And that was like our plan. You were going to move down here. We were going to go to BYU together. Yeah, like it was going to be perfect. And he didn't get in. Oh, no. And we were like, oh, my goodness, what are we supposed to do? So we get married. And Evan ends up like applying to the U and BYU one more time. The U has backup. He gets into the U. 
And he, like, set on going there, and then, like, a month later, he gets into BYU and realizes that's where he needs to be, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, that all happens. All's well. He's in BYU. We find out the timing is for that to get into this perfect um, research research lab and everything. So, we find out it's a blessing in disguise, even though in the moment it was kind of hard. Like. Hello. It was super hard. No, like, that'd be so stressful. I like being rejected, you know? Oh, and I was no. like, how am I supposed to get accepted to med school if I can't even get into BYU? Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And so um, that was like, yeah, it's been cool looking back and seeing that. But then when I was finishing up school, I was going to spend two more semesters, and I just had this huge feeling that I needed to graduate early. Uh-huh. So I piled all my classes in. I had 18 credits in my last semester, graduated December 2017, and then I could not find a job, yeah. and it was so frustrating because I was like, "Why am I getting this feeling?" She was getting to the final interview of like four jobs, and then they all said no at the last second. So it was like they were streaming like with, along. It was, it was hard. Oh, it was just no, like emotionally annoying. like draining. Yeah, and I know everyone goes through that, but just in that moment, it was really hard for me. And I kept telling Evan like, "Why was I prompted to graduate early if I'm not even like, what am I doing?" You know, and mm-hmm. I was working, but it was kind of a part time thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then I always told him, if I get a job the week before graduation, then it'll have been worth it. Or the week before the other semester was supposed to end, because I was going to graduate in April. And it will have been worth it. And three days before um, graduation day, I got this job at American Crafts, and which is like my dream job, marketing, graphic design, like so happy. And so... Looking back, I was really sad in those mm-hmm. moments, but I wish I could have seen like what Heavenly mm-hmm. Father was just waiting to give me if yeah. I was just patient. And I think we've looked back on that moment and that experience multiple times, and I hope I can refer to it in the future when things are hard because mm-hmm. I know that something wonderful is around the corner. Yeah. Um, you just have to keep going, you know? Yeah. And keep trying. No, I love that. Um, it kind of reminds me, so in my Book of Mormon class today, um, I love my professor. He was one of my professors when I went to Jerusalem. And so I like am taking this class on purpose with him. And we were talking about um, Ether. And uh, Ether 12, I think, is like, <laughs> he calls it the greatest hits of faith. Oh, because back, he's like, well, back when I was a kid, they would come out with, like, the greatest hits of, like, Michael Jackson, and, like, the whole album would be, like, bopping, oh. and it wouldn't just be, like, oh, I only like three songs, so he's, like, this chapter kind of is, like, I'm gonna, I just, like, re- remember all these great, like, oh, trial, yeah. like, faith things that happen, and he's, like, I want you all to, like, write down, like, your greatest hits of faith, and, like, when ha- things are hard, like, look back. I love that. that. So, like, you saying, like, I wish I remember it. Well, you can. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No, oh, I but. love that. Um, I think it reminds me of another mantra, actually, that mm-hmm. once you asked. Yeah. Um, one that I learned on my mission that I loved. It's actually a part of a song. Mm-hmm. Um, the song's called I, I Feel. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a beat. Um, it's called I Feel Heaven Here. It's like on an EFY CD, and I listen to it in my mission, but the, the line is, humble servant, grateful heart. Mm. And I've always thought of those times, thought of that in times when life kind of gets hard and you feel like, why is what I'm doing worthwhile? You know, what am I gaining from this? But just having a grateful heart and remembering who we are serving ultimately, and Heavenly Father is always aware of us. Okay. Oh, I love those. I'm just like so happy being here. I was like, I want this podcast. We're to go so on happy forever. you're here. <laughs> Never want to leave. 
Um, okay. Lastly, who inspires you both? Or what? It could be a what. Um, I guess I'll go. This is going to sound <laughs> super cliche, but I remember, like, a couple years ago, I was watching some random thing on some social media platform, mm -hmm. and it was Matthew McConaughey, like, of all people, like, Matthew McConaughey, but he said, someone asked him, like, who is his hero, and he said, me in 10 years, like, I want to constantly be striving to, like, be my own hero, so me in 10 years, like, I will be my idol, you know, like, and mm -hmm. that could be something to work towards, not my idol, I don't like that word, <laughs> my motivation, yeah, there you go. Um, and I like that. So I think I'd like to think that is one. And then yeah. also I've been blessed with some pretty good mentors and family members who I feel like I can I know, get motivation and inspiration from. Yeah. Um, I had already mentioned my, that was good. I think the talk. Oh, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mentioned my sisters earlier, but another one came to mind is my, cute grandma and um I won't go into too many details but she is a complete rock star and she's gone through some really hard things including taking care of her husband now who's had Parkinson's for 30 years oh, wow. and she served a mission when it wasn't cool to serve a mission <laughs> and she went to Tonga oh, and like goodness. it ended up being like a two and a half year mission she was like on a boat for months to get there you know just what? like you're amazing um so I think about her a lot actually as I go about my life of like I can do hard things mm -hmm. we people have survived doing a lot harder things like mm -hmm. we can do hard things and Remember our potential. Yeah. That's it. That's no, I love what you said, though. Like, people have survived a lot harder things than, like, what we're going through now. But then, like, we also have to realize that we're going through hard things that other people won't go through yes. as well. Yeah. It's, like, this constant, well like, circle. Yeah. Like, we can't have each other's trials. Like, we have our own for, like, a reason. Totally. No, I really like that. Do you have any last words of, like, advice? Any other stories? Quotes? Nothing? <laughs> You will just live a happier life if you choose to be happy every single day. And that sounds so dumb and so cliche, but it really is just that consistent effort. I'm definitely not perfect at it, but it's just, it helps. Yeah. Yeah, turning outward is definitely one of those. My favorite quote, which I don't want to feel like a nerd, but it's like my favorite quote and I can say it. Yeah. But yes, please you do. should say it. Um, <laughs> fine, stop begging me. I'll okay, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> I know you've been waiting for this. Uh, President Monson quoted it a number of years ago, but um, it says, I've wept in the night for the shortness of sight that to another's need made me blind, but I never have yet felt a twinge of regret for being a little too kind. Wow. I know. I love that. I don't know. I just, it's really hard to be sad or frustrated when you're serving others. Mm -hmm. And... I've been blessed with a lot of opportunities to serve people, and I think that has really helped me stay positive and helped me learn that and apply that better in my life. Oh, those are great answers. Thank you. Thank you. And I will say one last thing. Perfect. You are a great example. Of yes! Seriously! Every time I see you, you are always so And don't smiley. edit this part and out! Time, You're the best! If this isn't in here, you will be hearing from us. You're awesome. Everyone listening needs to know that. <laughs> oh, and they probably already do because that's why they're listening. 
You guys are the sweetest. <laughs> thank you. And just thank you so much for letting me come into your home. This yes. is my first in-home interview. Oh, hello. <laughs> Most of them are like, I have to be on campus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun to have you. I love it. Yeah, okay. Next time I'll kiss you. Yes. Okay. Have a good week, guys. Bye. You can say bye. Bye. <laughs> well, I hope you just were able to, I don't know, <laughs> kind of like get to know Madeline and get to know her bubbly, bright personality in this episode. And I hope you could also feel Evan's sweet spirit as well. I loved being able to interview them. They are honestly so good examples to me. So hope you guys enjoyed that. As you know, I am now on Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. So like, subscribe, screenshot this, put it in your stories, show your friends, do all that jazz. Let's... Have the whole world be choosing happiness each and every day. That's so cheesy. We're not using that. Um, also, I think it's really funny that Madeline and Evan were like, you can't edit this out. Well, little did they know I'm really too lazy to go back and listen to the whole episode to edit things out. So I kept it in there. Not to like toot my horn own horn. Okay, I need to stop talking. I can't speak anymore. Okay, enjoy this episode. Have a good week. See you all next week. Love you guys. Bye.